So it's day 12 of the trial of Minnesota versus Derek Chauvin. And the city is in chaos after another death at the hands of law enforcement over the weekend. But amidst all of the noise, on day 12, the state rests its case. And the defense takes over. What do they have to say? Well, you're about to find out. I'm Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you are watching Lawyer Up. In today's episode, we're going to talk about day 12 of the trial of Derek Chauvin. We're going to talk about testimony presented by the defense. Today, we heard from the defendant's use of force expert. We also heard from Shawanda Hill. Remember, she was the female that was in George Floyd's vehicle when the cops approached that day. They also revealed at trial some never-before-seen body cam footage from a fifth officer that was actually at the scene that day. We're going to talk about all of that testimony in today's episode. Remember to like, comment, subscribe, and share. And recall that Lawyer Up! is available on all major podcast formats. So before we dive into the defense case on day 12, we'll do a basic summary of the first 11 days of trial very briefly. So the prosecutors, they called 38 witnesses over 11 days of actual testimony, including, recall, they had the Minneapolis police chief who said that the former officer Chauvin absolutely violated protocol in arresting George Floyd. Then we heard from three renowned medical experts about how Floyd died of low oxygen caused by Chauvin's actions. And they said it was by the officer's actions rather than by drugs, overdose, or by his heart disease. We also heard from lots of bystanders and other police officers who testified that the crowd watching Floyd's arrest was not so threatening such that it would require excessive force. Now, we also heard from the guy who did the autopsy, right? Both the prosecution and the defense have used the autopsy to bolster their arguments. Remember, the medical examiner testified that the cause of death was homicide and that Floyd died of cardiopulmonary arrest complicated by law enforcement restraint and neck compression. But he also testified that Floyd had severe, his words, heart disease and that the toxicology report indicated that Floyd had methamphetamine, fentanyl and THC in his system at the time of death. Now, Chauvin's defense team has been focusing on the what they call the very aggressive crowd that spooked the officers during the fatal May 25th arrest. And Eric Nelson, who is Chauvin's lawyer, has further argued that Floyd's death was partially a result of his underlying health conditions as well as drug usage. And he said his client, which would be Officer Chauvin, was simply doing what he had been trained to do throughout his 19-year career. So on day 12, they start the defense by going back to a 2019 arrest involving Floyd. And to get in evidence of this arrest, they called retired Minneapolis police officer Scott Creighton to the stand to give evidence and his body cam footage from that arrest. So in playing the footage, it shows Officer Creighton walking up to the vehicle 
Floyd is in the passenger seat and he tells Floyd to put his hands on the dashboard and another officer can be overheard saying, spit it out, which would imply that Floyd maybe had ingested some drugs. Floyd can then be heard in the footage asking Creighton not to shoot him. He says that several times and not to beat him up uh, as he is ultimately handcuffed. And that was the end of the video. The judge said he was allowing the defense to show the evidence as to the effect of opioid use, uh, not as character evidence against Floyd. Then the defense called Michelle Mosing, and she is a retired EMS paramedic. She testified that she was treating Floyd after that 2019 arrest, and he told her that he had been taking opioids that day. Every 20 minutes is what he told her. She asked him why, and he said because he was an addict. The defense then switched gears from the 2019 incident to the current incident upon which uh, Officer Chauvin is standing trial. Now, the defense called Shawanda Hill. She was in the car with Floyd on May 25th before his fatal arrest. And she described Floyd as being happy, talking, and alert when she was talking with him inside of the Cup Foods store. As they were talking, Floyd offered her a ride home, and as they exited the store, they got into his car. But just as they got to the car, Hill testified that she received a phone call from her daughter, and she stepped away. When she finished the call and returned to the car, she said that Floyd had fallen asleep, and he even remained asleep when Cup Foods workers came out to the car to address the suspected fake $20 bill that he had used to buy cigarettes. This was her quote in her testimony. They were trying to wake him up over and over. He would wake up, say something, and then nod back off is what she testified to. Obviously strange behavior given that she had just been talking with him and he was alert inside of the store. She further testified that he woke up when the cops arrived. She testified that she told Floyd as they were knocking on the window, baby, that's the police, roll down the window, she testified. And she said an officer had a gun drawn at the window. And when Floyd observed the gun, she said he instantly grabbed the wheel and said, please, please don't shoot me. Well, eventually, obviously, the officers removed Floyd from the car and tried to stuff him in their squad car, setting off the chain of events that ultimately led to his death. Now, the defense also called a Peter Chang. He responded to the arrest scene to assist other officers. And he told the jury that the crowd that had gathered there was very aggressive towards the officers. That was his quote. Chang testified that when he arrived at the Cup Foods, that George Floyd was handcuffed and sitting on the sidewalk. He said soon after, that's when officers Lane and King began to struggle with Floyd as they tried to get him in the squad car. But Chang himself was told to stay by the Floyd SUV. So that's where he stayed. They then introduced some of his body cam footage, which didn't show much, but you did pick up conversations with the occupants of the Floyd vehicle. And that was Shawanda Hill and Maurice Hall. Hill could be heard saying, damn, he still won't get in the car. Just sit down, George. He's fighting to get out. What's he doing? And then she said, now he is going to jail. The video shows several bystanders yelling at Chauvin and the other officers to basically get off of Floyd. 
Then after the ambulance left with Floyd, one witness came up, and you could overhear it on the body cam footage of telling Hill and Hall, they said, you need to call Floyd's family because he's effed up. And that was the evidence from Officer Chang's body cam video. The defense then called Barry Brood. He is a police use of force expert. He served as a police officer for 29 years and is certified by the FBI as a police defense tactics officer. And he testified that he had spent roughly 60 hours reviewing the evidence in the case, including numerous police body cam footage, surveillance, and bystander videos. And he was asked by defendant's attorney, Nelson, if he had formed an opinion about the type of force Chauvin used on Floyd. He testified, and I quote, I felt that Derek Chauvin was justified, was acting with objective reasonableness following Minneapolis Police Department's policy and current standards of law enforcement in his interactions with Mr. Floyd. So this is the first expert witness to testify that Chauvin acted appropriately in his interactions with George Floyd. He further testified that in his opinion, the use of force on Floyd was not deadly. He said because Floyd initially resisted getting into the squad car, the use of force to take him to the ground and place him in a prone position was appropriate. Now, on cross-examination by the state, he did agree that placing a person in a prone position could lead to positional asphyxiation, which we've talked about before. And he said that, yeah, that's been known for decades in law enforcement that that is a risk. Well, that was the end of the testimony on day 12. The judge did tell jurors they should expect closing arguments the following Monday. So that means that the end is near. We may have just a couple of days of defense testimony. Then the state will have the opportunity for rebuttal evidence. And if they take that opportunity, the defense can also do rebuttal evidence. But it looks like we are in the final days of this trial. Then it'll be submitted to the jury and we will await a verdict. Well, that's the episode. I hope you enjoyed it. If so, smash that like button for me. Remember to subscribe to the channel if you haven't already. If you got something to say about the evidence or the trial, put it in the comment sections below. And as always, I love it when you share me on social media. My name is Joshua Roberts, attorney at law, and you've been watching Lawyer Up. Send lawyers, guns, and money. 